the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Bisberg. I am your host, Kathy Emmons. This program sponsored by Lutheran Lay Renewal. My guest today is Bill Olschlager, Executive Director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. Hey, so happy to have you with me today, Bill. Welcome. Thank you, Kathy. It's good to be with you, too. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about Lutheran Lay Renewal. This is an organization that I'm pretty unfamiliar with. I married into a Lutheran family, um, but prior to that, my exposure to the Lutheran church was very minimal, and I've really come to appreciate it, and so I'm eager to hear how you guys and your organization are um, caring for people um, who are in that denomination, which I know is close to your heart. Okay, so let's start first off, Bill, um, talking about Lutheran Lay Renewal. What is it? uh, Why does it exist? Well, we have, first of all, I should tell you, we've been around since 1971. So we've been around for 51 years now. And uh, this ministry started at the same time that several denominations were starting the similar type of renewal weekend program to what we have. And uh, since that time, we're still doing these renewal weekends, which we offer to congregations all over this country. And we do three programs on the weekend, one for the adults, one for the teenagers, and one for the children. So that way the whole family can attend, and we have something going on for everyone. But over the years, we've gradually been adding some uh, other things that we think are of value for a congregation. Uh, One is a half-day retreat on the topic of spiritual transformation. And we do two sessions in this retreat. Uh, The first one is... Seven Lessons for Living a Spiritual Life. And then the second section is uh, 10 Stops on the Road to Spiritual Transformation. We also have a uh, one-day workshop on the work of the Holy Spirit, which was designed and is usually led by one of our board members, who is a retired Lutheran pastor and also a former seminary professor. He taught at Fuller Seminary in California. Okay. And uh, he designed uh, this program where he does four teaching sessions, and each teaching is followed by small group discussion. And this is about a six-hour workshop, and it's all focused on the work of the Holy Spirit. And uh, this has been very well received by congregations also. And then the other thing we have to offer is a one-hour workshop on sharing your faith. And the way this came about was uh, back in 2011, I was invited to be a speaker at an Anglican conference. And I said, uh, I agreed to speak. And I said, well, what would you like me to talk about? And uh, the the man who invited me to be a speaker said, well, we'll leave that up to you, but you have an hour and 45 minutes. And I thought, what am I going to talk about for an hour and 45 minutes? (laughs) I was... uh, it's a long time. Uh, yeah, I was really uh, concerned about that. So I came up with an idea. I think I'll do a sharing your faith workshop. And so that's what I did. And I got so much positive feedback from that that I thought we need to start offering this through Lutheran Labor Renewal. So we have this to offer too. 
Uh, this is something that's usually done on a Sunday morning during the adult education hour. And we also like to invite the teenagers to come to the Sharing Your Faith workshop. I should tell you that I've done a lot of ministry with teenagers over the years. And I can tell you that teenagers are better than adults when it comes to sharing their faith with other people. Interesting. What is that? Teenagers are more open to discussing things with their friends. Uh, a lot of adults are more self-conscious about that. But when teenagers uh, want to... When they're talking about their Christian faith, uh, for some reason, they're much more open and sharing that with their friends. How about that? So, Bill, what I'm hearing as you're talking is um, is that Lutheran Lay Renewal is, is existing for the purpose of really building up the body of believers in that denomination. And so, however, um, whatever topic you're going to talk about, however you're going to approach it in whatever length of time, whether it's a one hour or a one day, a weekend or whatever it is, your heart is that you want the people who come on Sunday morning, you want the people in the pews to be individually growing in their faith. Yes, that's very true. And they will grow corporately through these events too. And that's very important. Uh, it's congregation uh, can have a spiritual awakening as a whole. And we really help to build up the body of Christ in that congregation. And to, so the people have closer, deeper, and more spiritual relationships with God and with each other. Talking to Bill Oldleger, Executive Director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. Um, Bill, I want to ask you about the, I brought up the individual spiritual transformation. You brought up the corporate uh, spiritual transformation. Can you talk about how those two things work together? That's an interesting question. And I'll tell you that many years ago, when my wife and I were living in Northern Virginia, um, the pastor of my church had uh, attended uh, some seminary classes over the summer, he came back and said, and one of the things that I learned is that um, we tend to think that mission causes, that the renewal, mission causes renewal, but it's really the other way around. Renewal causes mission. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's people who have been spiritually renewed who then go out and do the mission work of the church. And so this is really important for us. Um, Another thing he said one time is that every Christian should go through three conversions. And I thought, three conversions? What in the world are you talking about? And he said, the first is conversion to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Of course, that's the only one necessary for salvation. But he said, the second conversion is conversion to the church. And the third conversion is conversion to actually doing some type of ministry. Now, not everyone would be comfortable calling these conversions. We might be more comfortable calling them stages of spiritual growth and development. Yeah. And I know that my own life has progressed through those same three steps in that same order. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone's life does, but I think most people's lives do grow spiritually in, in, those, in that same order. Yeah. I had never considered it in that way, but um, your, your initial conversion uh, to belief in Christ and then your acceptance of your commitment and role to the church and then being trained for your for work or, you know, discovering what your gifting is so that you can serve efficiently. Um, that makes a lot of sense. So 
talk about your history then in particular, Bill. Um, I understand you're originally from Pittsburgh and then you took a sojourn, you know, for several decades before you came home. Yes, I spent uh, 30 years in the Washington, D.C. area, which is where my wife is from. And then we lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico for 10 years. And I have to tell you, I loved living in the Southwest and I never wanted to leave. But I started feeling a call to, from God to move back to Pittsburgh. Hmm. And I didn't want to go. But my wife was feeling that same call. And so we, we prayed about it. We talked about it for a few months, really. And we both finally agreed that this is what God was calling us to do. So we sold our home in Albuquerque and we moved to uh, Butler County. We got settled in. And then it was kind of like, well, okay, Lord, I'm here. Now what do you want me to do? And then shortly after that, Lutheran Lay Renewal asked me to be the director of this ministry. And then it all made sense. This is why God sent us to Pennsylvania. Because uh, there aren't there are not a whole lot of Lutherans in New Mexico, but there are probably more Lutheran churches in Pennsylvania than there are in any other state in the country. And so this was really an ideal place to grow and spread this ministry. Uh, Historically, this ministry was primarily a West Coast ministry. It started on the West Coast. Our office was on the West Coast. And that's where we were doing most of our ministry. But since we moved here to the Pittsburgh area, uh, our our ministry has grown a lot in the east, and really it's become much more of a nationwide ministry than it ever was before. Passion for your own area, but a passion for your region of the United States and the country as a whole. Absolutely, absolutely. We we really are a nationwide ministry now. Okay. So, um, Bill, as you think about a nationwide ministry and um, you being the executive director of Lutheran Lay Renewal, what kinds of things do you think are important to offer to the average congregant, especially in these COVID times when so many people have not come back to worship, at least in person? Um, and there's a lot of con- you know conversation about whether we should be worshiping online, whether we should be worshiping in person. How do you combine the two? How does how does especially a small church have enough resources to do both things? Um, and just the whole you know new era of trying to figure out how to communicate uh, effectively to your people online. What it, how does that impact you? It it has had an impact on our ministry, just like it's had on almost every church all over the country. Uh, we have not been doing as many events in this country over the last couple of years because of COVID. Congregations, a lot of congregations have not felt comfortable having large events. But of course, most of what we do can be done through Zoom meetings. Mm. Uh, you know, we can do a retreat on Zoom. We can do a workshop on Zoom. So we still have these options for churches to consider. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm sure many churches would agree with this, that the COVID era has kind of pushed us forward, kind of given us the nudge some of us needed to be able to activate these things like Zoom so that more people can be involved. Yes, that's, that's very true. Um, I should tell you, too, though, that we do ministry in Africa. And I was able to, after not being able to go to Africa, in 2020, I was able to go last May. Really? I in, okay. I was in Uganda for 20 days and uh, spent 10 days with the Lutherans in eastern Uganda. And then I spent a week with the Anglican Diocese of Northwest Ankole 
in uh, Western Uganda. And uh, I look forward to talking more about uh, what we're doing over there on uh, future broadcasts. Sure. Okay, so um, I'm sure getting the worldwide perspective is inspiring for you. Um, but also your passion for the United States is something that I clearly hear when you talk about Lutheran labor renewal. And so my, I guess the question that pops to my mind is, is, is this only for Lutherans? I'm so glad you asked me that question. And uh, no, it's not. Uh, we are willing to serve any Christian church. Uh, we have done ministry in other denominations. Uh, and we're not, uh, even though the word Lutheran is in our name, we're not specifically, or uh, well, we're not specifically a Lutheran ministry, and we're willing to serve any church. And you yourself, Bill, how did you become involved at first, uh, and what was the thing about the organization that kind of drew you in? Well, I actually have been involved in uh, ministries of spiritual renewal for 33 years now, and uh, I was involved with an Anglican ministry for many years. And I was the executive director of that ministry for several years. And then when my wife and I first moved to Albuquerque, we had just gotten settled in. And then Lutheran Lay Renewal was having its annual conference in Prescott, Arizona. And so they invited us to come over. And that's where I first came into contact with uh, Lutheran Lay Renewal. And then after that, uh, we, we shared resources with each other. And in 2004, Lutheran Labor Renewal asked me to uh, be the guest speaker at their annual conference, which I did. And then the following year, I started serving on uh, renewal weekend teams with Lutheran Labor Renewal and got more and more active. They invited me in 2008 again to speak at their annual conference. And then uh, when we moved here, They were looking for someone to be the director of this ministry. They wanted someone who would grow the ministry. And so they asked me to do it. And why do you love it? What what is it that kind of grabs at your heart? I mean, you could do a lot of things. Uh, You have a lot of experience in different denominations. Why this? What is most rewarding is seeing people's lives change on these weekends and at these events. People having a spiritual awakening. Uh, Many times on a renewal weekend, I prayed with someone on Sunday morning who made a first-time commitment to Jesus as their Lord and Savior, Mm. or they made a recommitment to their faith. Uh, I've got so many personal stories I can share about this. Um, Some of them, one of them pops into my head right away is one time I was on a renewal weekend, and Saturday night, um, the teenagers were, this was in Northern Virginia, and the teenagers were still in church while the adults were waiting to go home. And I thought, yeah. how, many, how many parents would love to have this problem? For teenagers that are having such a great time in church on Saturday night that they don't want to leave. And they started coming out one at a time. And, and this young man who was about six foot two, about 16 years old, was going around hugging all the parents. And then he came up to me and he said, hey, aren't you the guy in charge of this whole thing? And I said, no, I'm not in charge of this. God's in charge. He said, well, aren't you like the human guy in charge? And I said, well, I'm the weekend coordinator. And he said, yeah, well, I'm going to ask you a question. Can I give you a hug? And I said, sure. And so we hugged each other. And he said, I just want to tell you, this has been the greatest experience of my whole life. 
And then he went around watching, you know, hugging all the parents again. And I, as I watched this, I thought, you know, if we had gotten this whole weekend program together, just so God could reach that one guy, it would have been worth it. And we see these things happen all the time in people's lives. It's that spiritual awakening or that conversion for some people to Jesus as Lord and Savior that makes such an Im a big impact. And you realize that this how important this is. I'm talking to Bill Olschlager, Executive Director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. You can find information online at LutheranRenewal.com. That's LutheranRenewal.com or by calling 724-287-5151. That's 724-287-5151. You're listening to Bisberg. This program also streaming live on the following websites on Odyssey.com, TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, Bill, the story you told about that high school student is uh, really effective as we think about getting out of our houses. I know it's cold weather here in Pittsburgh right now. There's a, you know, a COVID surge. A lot of people aren't going out, not going to worship, just feel like they're kind of cocooning. Um, but this is kind of a good kick in the pants for us to say, hey, you know what? Um, we need to remember that there's the world out there. There are kids out there, um, high school students, there are elementary kids, there are college students, and um, our job has to be beyond the four walls of our house. Um, so, Bill, talk about that. It's hard to do ministry and encourage people, I'm sure, to do ministry in these eras. It is. But I have to say, as life gets more back to normal this year, God willing, if that's going to happen. I think a lot of churches are looking for community outreach events. What can we do to reach people in our community? Because the percentage of people attending church, you know, keeps going down with each succeeding, you know, younger generation. And most churches are, are wondering, how can we reach these people? What can we offer them to bring them into our church? And so all the things that we have to offer are good community outreach events. Um, these are the kinds of events that can um, that people can use, that churches can use to invite their friends and neighbors, to invite the unchurched, uh, because some people are going to have a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether it's at the renewal weekend or a retreat or uh, something else that we have to offer, and uh, churches really are they're looking at this. They know they need to be doing things like this, and they're they're looking for you know who can. Who can offer some, uh, something uh, that we can use to reach these people? And that's one of the things we do. Yeah. So, Bill, as you think about your role um, as uh, executive director of Lutheran Lay Renewal, and you're thinking about um, people coming out of perhaps, hopefully, like you say, hopefully coming out of the COVID era. Um, I appreciate your ministry to families that when you're designing a weekend, um, that you're not just thinking about people who are, you know, retirees or people who have young kids or people that it's actually something for all people. And that must be difficult to design. Well, fortunately, uh, this has all been designed in uh, many decades ago. So we have the programs ready to go. Terrific. So um, since, yeah, since the programs are ready, then um, your job is to implement them, right? And to allow people to be involved in something, which means that you have to persuade them it's important in the first place. That's, that's very true. Yes. And so many times, 
uh, you know, pastors and church councils recognize the need. We need to be offering something to our congregation. But it's, I can tell you in recent years, it's been getting more difficult to get people to make that kind of a commitment, uh, whether it's you know, and to a, a full weekend. Uh, unfortunately, um, that's been, people say that they're too busy. And, but that's always been a problem. People say, oh, we're too busy to make a commitment to a full weekend at our church. And I don't think people are any busier now than they were 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 40 years ago. I think the problem is there's a lack of commitment to the, to the Christian community. There's a lack of commitment to, to the congregation, to people's own church. And there's a lack of commitment to their people's own spiritual growth and development. And that's why what we do is so important. But we really depend on um, congregation, the pastor and the church leadership to share how important these things are with their congregation. So you rely on the church leadership to kind of, I don't know, convince the the average congregant that this is something that could really benefit them. And yeah. then and then should the congregant choose to attend, then they see, you know, the, the plethora of options and, and there might be an opportunity then for spiritual change. Yes, that's true. Although we, we have resources that we can share with congregations too to help uh, increase attendance. And so um, it's, they don't have to do it all themselves. Mm, that's they encouraging. Do have, they do have to make a commitment to um, so that people know that this is something really important in their own lives, lives and also in the life of the congregation. Mm-hmm. I should mention too, Kathy, that um, a lot of congregations might be concerned about cost. You know, if, if we you, if we utilize Lutheran Labor Renewal's ministry, what is this going to cost? Sounds like it might be very expensive. Most of what we do, we don't even charge a fee for. Uh, we just charge a small fee to a congregation for our renewal weekend program. But it's very important to us that our ministry is made available to a church of any size. We don't want our ministry to be only for the large churches that can afford to pay a lot of money to do something like this. So for most of what we do, we charge no fee at all. And then if a congregation would like to make a Donation to our ministry, they're welcome to do that. But it's, there are so many small churches in this country that we we do not want to exclude them from our ministry. Mm-hmm. So they don't. No congregation has to worry about how much is this going to cost. Do we have to pay for travel expenses to have people come to our congregation? Our people, when we're doing a renewal weekend, all of our team members travel at their own expense. And then we ask the host congregation to house those people in their people's homes Friday and Saturday night. But uh, that's how committed our people are to this ministry. They're willing to buy an airline ticket and fly across the country if they need to, to spend a weekend with the congregation and to share their lives with those people, to lead small group discussions, to share their testimonies. Because they know how important how important this has been in their lives. They want to share this with other people too. Well, 
Well, first off, let me say what a pleasure it's been to get to know you and uh, very grateful um, to hear about Lutheran Labor Renewal. And just as a person, grateful for your commitment to Christ and um, your desire to see people follow him. Um, if people are interested in finding out information about Lutheran Renewal, um, Lutheran Lay Renewal at LutheranRenewal.com, um, what do you think is the best option? Uh, is it a phone call? Is it going on a website? Is it talking to someone in the church? Well, either the uh, website or a phone call to uh, our phone line is uh, is fine. I mean, I'm happy to discuss what we ha- have to offer. Uh, our website has downloadable forms people can look at and read about some of the different uh, options that we offer to congregations if they'd like to do that first, and then they can call uh, with questions. Terrific. The phone number is 724 287 Five one five one. That's seven two four two eight seven five one five one. I've been talking to Bill Olschlager, Executive Director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. And if you're interested in some of the programs that Bill has talked about, you can go to lutheranrenewal.com. That's lutheranrenewal.com. Or the phone number, I'll give it again. You can speak to Bill himself, 724-287-5151. Very happy that you've been able to join me today for Bisberg. If you'd like to hear the program again or share it with a friend, check out our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. This program was sponsored by Lutheran Lay Renewal. See you next Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.